Welcome to Mommy's Pot of Magic. Today we are hosting the second episode of our podcast. My name is Sheree, the founder of this community organization, along with Sam and Brenda, my two co-founders. We are a group of Disney moms spilling the tea on everyday magic and what it takes to be a mom on the daily and at the parks. We are very excited to introduce to you our next special guest, Sarah Wurzbach. Sarah is a fashion icon, mental health advocate, member of the LGBTQ plus community, and a fun mom of two. She's excited as she plans her next Disney vacation and will love some tips from us Disney parents. I'm Sarah Wurzbach. I'm 30 years old and currently I live in Essex, which is in United Kingdom. I would say about 30-40 minute drive away from London on the outside of the circle of central London which is nice. Um, I actually have a tube station right next to me so I can be right in the middle of London, London within half hour which is very nice. But this parking thankfully so you know but um, you know I still don't go out and there's just too much to do at home. And I work from home as well, so it's almost like I don't really need to step out unless I do food shopping mm -hmm. and doing the school runs. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, I've been here since um, since I was 12. I'm 30 now. You do the math. <laughs> yeah, it's been good so far. Um, um, yeah, I'm adult now. Um, I have two kids, um, seven-year-old and a three-year-old. I have my partner, um, for the longest time we had the most complicated relationship, but this year has been the best version of ourselves and mm -hmm. we are in a very happy family unit now, despite all the struggles. Mm -hmm. But hey, I did, um, I did get with my partner um, when we were 21, so it's coming up to almost 10 years that I've been with him, so we kind of grew up together mm -hmm. and had too much work together hence you know the struggles we didn't know what we were doing you know yeah but we are now and um life is great so far yeah well that's good to hear um it's always nice to know when you're growing up with your partner and you're getting to know each other and at the same time getting to know yourself but learning to set boundaries and really take that time for yourself. So I believe as adults in a relationship, it's a lot better than when you first started. Is that correct? Yeah. Great. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and then how did you get started with, you know, your Instagram account and how long did it take you to grow it? So with my Instagram, um, I think I've had it way before Laura was was famous on Instagram. She um, <laughs> my oldest daughter she's seven years old now but she um i created i think i started being active on instagram when she had i had to manage her account because she was growing following in the philippines due to my sister being famous and my sister always had her with her but yeah so they were seen with each other um you know she was in the spotlight and then Ever since then, um, my, and then my sister won Miss Universe, which boosted my account, um, luckily for me. Um, <laughs> but not so much at the time. I think I only hit around 30,000, 40,000 followers at the time. Um, I'm not very proud to say, but um, I really boosted my Instagram, not by choice, when um, a few things slipped online and we had a massive fight with my sister so oh, wow. um, came, um the the local news in the country for i think two weeks wow yeah um, at the time very very hard to to cope um because it was um negative media yeah. um so sorry originally were haters yeah um, wanting gossip um with what's going on within the family um eventually uh, you know the, the the haters the stalkers ended up sifting out of my profile because there was nothing to see mm -hmm. so um so now i'm left with 
what I have. <laughs> but before that, I did I did reach around 150, I believe it was, and um, and it's slowly going up and down. For the longest time, it was declining. Okay. So I was actually losing followers rather than gaining. But that was um, due to the fact that I wasn't consistent with my with my postings. I wasn't consistent with social media in general. Um, you'd have moments where you'll see me posting constantly and then I'll dip and you won't hear from me for a few months. So I've definitely learned from that experience and that yo-yo effect. And now I'm in a more stable um, you know, system with my social media and we're um, up and coming. <laughs> we'll see we'll see fingers crossed yeah. yeah hopefully how do you maintain the um, would you say your happiness level or, and life balance while operating your social media account I know for me and I can't speak for others but I get anxiety sometimes if I'm on my phone too much yes I agree with you um, I actually get anxiety a lot um, especially when I mean, even the tiniest triggers that I don't even know anymore. It's just the most random things mm-hmm. that I get anxiety. I also I already suffer from um, hyper hyperhidrosis, which is a condition of excessive sweating. Oh, oh yes. My feet, my armpits, and my privates. <laughs> <laughs> that because it's just how it is it's a it's a very rare condition um it's i think overactive of the thyroid glands or mm. it could be many different factors that could why it's yeah it's anxiety induced as well so so it definitely uh manif- my anxiety manifests physically as well as you know emotionally and mentally so i definitely know what you're talking about social media could all, could be a blessing and a curse how you use it mm-hmm. yeah. um, and when you do overthink because you're on it for the longest time it does consume you mm-hmm. so what I and I've learned from that because for the longest time I, especially with the drama that I had to deal with every time I opened my phone it was just negative comments and negative DMs um, but it's all about the algorithm so on Instagram you you see what you are liking yeah. and similar posts to what you've liked or even the, the, the system or the algorithm is yeah. so smart that it knows when you when you've hovered in that fo- uh, on that photo for, for just a, a few seconds right oh, wow. and it knows that oh okay she's interested in that so, so invasive yeah. <laughs> yeah so what i've done for myself and for my healing and my happiness is I've taken out all of the the spam and I've replaced it with um, anxiety well-being so I've started unfollowing the all the the silly crappy videos that you know I actually hide it or I block it or there's a way that you can filter it out right and then eventually you're left with the things that you that will help you that you want to see quotes um, inspiration um, like just good reels like you know those heartfelt reels and the ones that make you cry and the ones that just make you genuinely happy because it's such a good good video it's those things that I look at now and I don't spend a lot of time on social media I just um, as much as possible I create the content and um, I'll I'll get it ready I'll post it and I'll have a look through while I'm there of what I've missed who I need to reply to maybe a little scroll of who I've thought about you know seeing how they are and then I'll leave it at that because once I get into the hole of going to the browse or going to the you know that explore page? Yeah. Wow, that's a rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'm good. And then I just switch off. Um, it's good sometimes, but sometimes it's not because I miss out on conversations and I don't reply for a long time. But it's just, it's boundaries. Like you said, yeah. you just need to put boundaries that you can't give everything because you have your real life to live as well. Social media is a life on its own. Yeah, yeah right? definitely. Because we create this whole fantasy, yeah. <laughs> and I think um, 
I I heard this Ed Sheeran speech, which he basically said it's all smoke and mirrors, and everything is a highlight. It's it's not anyone's real life. Um, a photo or a few second video isn't there 24 hours in that day, isn't there week, isn't there month. It doesn't represent them in a true light. So you can't just take that face value and expect that, oh, you know, I'm jealous or I, I wish I was them or, you know, like I'll compare them to me. It's not because most of the time they're posting or content, pictures, videos, because they want that um, acknowledgement that, you know, someone's noticed them or um, they're making themselves feel happy. Like how I'm doing it, I'm posting content that I can look back and relive the moment, right? And that's what I think is helping me out with regards to, you know, just creating my own happiness, sustaining my own happiness and not letting the toxicity of social media affect me. So hopefully that helps someone. Yeah, that definitely wow. helps. Like it's very inspiring, like everything you're saying, you know, especially the, the comparing can be really hard. Um, when you naturally and unintentionally compare yourself, you're not trying to, right? Yeah. But just being absorbed in social media, you just yeah. it just comes yeah. with the with the territory. Yeah. FOMO, like yeah. FOMO. Out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah, having sure. kids. Yeah. So with that being said, I mean, I know that posting content that you like is also based off seeing content that you like. Um, but what keeps you motivated to continue to post? Is it just the the accounts that you follow that inspire you, or do you have your own self-motivation? It's a little bit of both, I would say. Um, for me, it's if I use it well and I use it right, then it's just more than social media. It's a, it's, it's a job that I could mm -hmm. have on the side. It could be a side hustle. I mean, um, I've... I've had very rare, um, by the way, and this is just reality of Instagram, very rarely have I had paid um, collaborations. Most of them are um, X deals, which is trade deals. Um, okay. You know, in, in exchange of, you know, like, a, you know, you know, X deal, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so it's basically like that. And, um, you know, um, if, I, if I work hard, then I know that I can maybe earn a little bit of money. Hey, baby! kids here. Hi. Do you want hi. any more kids? Uh, after this, can we just say, like, can Laura say hi? Yeah! yeah. I'd love to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Laura. Okay. Hi. Hi, Laura. Say hi. Everyone say hi. Can you switch? Hi. Oh. <laughs> I have a switch, too. Me, too. <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have a PS5. I have a PS5. <laughs> it's getting shy. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, you can chill. Okay, be quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> That's what Laura did. Laura was like, hi, 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 hi. They're so silly at this age. My son's seven, too. So they probably act alike. <laughs> It's like they test the boundaries of this age. Yeah. I don't know. It's never ending. They're always going to test the boundaries. Always. You and no harm. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't end. Her eldest is in high school, so she... 13. She knows. Yeah, so... Um, it's not like um, how people would betray that just because you have a high following, you're, you're, you're successful. It's actually very hard without being consistent and mm -hmm. without making sure that you're posting relevant things that, that your audience would like to see. You do lose the following and you do lose the engagement. So it's really important that, you know, um, consistency, you create your own type of fun and you what feels comfortable because whenever you don't do anything and I've tried so many things uh, just trying to create content I've tried beauty I've tried skincare and it's never really stuck because I, I actually rarely 
put makeup on because I don't like the fact that it's just sitting there and and I'm at the age where when you get a spot it doesn't heal like how it used to heal and be very careful right because if that pops in a different way it's gonna leave a scar oh, yeah. and you're like oh my skin doesn't want to like go back it just wants to expand and uh it's it's hard especially you know um with content as well you have to look your best and you have to look mm-hmm. as young as you for x amount of years because that's that's how it is but um but at the end of the day i try to just be as authentic as possible i i think that's kind of where it it flows better and i actually content that i like rather than forcing myself because i've caught myself so many times recording or taking a picture and then as soon as that click or that moment is gone i'm frowning and i'm i'm not enjoying the content i'm i just feel so forced just yeah. so that i can consistently post something and uh, i suppose my advice would be find a niche find something that you like doing on a daily basis and then share that even if you feel that it's weird yeah, where my sister even said it we're all weird together we can be weird together yeah. everyone is weird in their own yeah. way yeah you know and i've just embraced that especially now that we've seen each other very recently um i had a moment i'm sorry I'm, i like side tracking no it's okay <laughs> no yes please but, um i i wore this cord top that i got from sheen i know fast fashion i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay it's okay i love sheen <laughs> this is sheen <laughs> No, it's not cheap and it's so nice. Anyway, so I had this, like top and skirt set, but I wasn't wearing a bra, and it was a tube top. Oh. And like my boobs are saggy, you know what I mean? Look at her. The boobs are saggy now that I've had two kids, and like they've been so big because of the milk, and then now they're deflated, right? <laughs> so that that you know that line. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm rocking it. I'm just going out like this. And at one point during the day, I felt a bit like self-conscious and the anxiety kicked in. And I asked my sister, and we're normally quite harsh with criticism. It's just the way it is with sisters, right? Yeah. yeah. So I said, do you think I look a bit weird? Like, because my tits are saggy. Like, I'm, I'm not wearing a bra. And then she looked at me and she was like, hey, what are you comfortable? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, and are you happy with the way you look right now? And I went, yeah. And she went, then, then you're fine. It's fine. And I'm like, okay. And then from then, you know, but body positivity kicked in. And I'm like, okay, I feel so much better. A little bit of reassurance that, you know, I it's okay. You know, as long as I'm comfortable and, you know, I'm owning my body. It is, everyone's different. Not everyone wants to. It has to look like a model even though that's what society is trying to tell us that we need to look a certain way everyone's actually built different so you create so you create your own beauty right and yeah i suppose going back consistency is key <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 of course but i i love that you know you have to be authentic or else you're not gonna be happy you know like you'll have all these followers but then it's like you it's like it's not you so i just love the message that you're sending out and i'm pretty sure our listeners are going to really appreciate that that they can beat themselves you know yeah definitely yeah how do you tell yourself every day that you love the way you look or the way you are to keep that motivation um it's hard not every day is a good day i mm-hmm. know that for a fact that there's been days where you know um it's definitely it, it starts with the physical so as soon as i look at myself in the mirror and i feel a little bit cobby and you know that like, you know you ate too much the day before and then now you're just feeling all you feel kind of down and you just feel shite <laughs> you know so um and then the mental kicks in and then you're just overthinking everything so whenever i um catch myself feeling a bit low i just remind myself that um one of my good friends bay she actually told me that you know just enjoy the moment enjoy the body that you're in right now because you know happiness is worth more than a few kilos oh i like it that really, yeah 
I like that. That was really good. Yeah, I really like that as well. That's why I was like, hmm, okay, that kind of makes sense because, you know, weight fluctuates, but happiness, that's kind of what you need. That's, again, consistency. Consistent. Consistent in your life. And if you're constantly happy or you've got that happy mentality, then it's easier to overcome certain obstacles, like just feeling kind of down for the day and that manifesting into something else so you can kind of stop that from the beginning and just try and change your mindset it's not about how you look it's how you feel because as soon as you feel a certain way and you've accepted accepted certain things then the rest will flow and it will just be easy it's when you force something like you're forced to lose weight or you're forced to be happy or you're forced to to make others happy by changing yourself or altering it or compromising if if it doesn't feel good from from the gut you, you know that gut feeling yeah yeah it's just not gonna it's not gonna end well so always try I, and I know it's hard because it's a mental challenge it is, yeah. to catch yourself and try and find the triggers of why this will turn into a negative thought or a negative emotion. And before that happens, accept it, understand it, and then find a way out. Because, again, it's all in the mind, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing that. Like, really. Yeah, and speaking on the topic of happiness, the thing that makes us all happy, Disney. Why do you and your children love Disney? Honestly, to actually take the whole family, to me, my partner, and the two kids to Disneyland Paris. How exciting! Um, I know, I'm like, this is like the next goal. So it's been, you know, I've been working really hard and I've been saving as much as I can. And... <laughs> We're so excited. So Disney, for me, I grew up with Disney. So it's definitely something that I, I just love, you know, like the the, the classic films is what yeah, I like. You know, yeah. They don't really know the, the, the original ones because there's so many remakes now. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. That's real, what do they call it? Live the, action. Live action. Yeah. And they've seen the live action, but they haven't grown up with the cartoons. And that's where, where that's what I like, you know. So I remember my first Disneyland was in Hong Kong. Okay. Um, it was actually with the kids. Um, it wasn't with my partner at the time. I think it was an impromptu trip with my sister, my cousins, and the kids. So it was all our first time going to Disney. And the, it's just, the, I don't know what, what feeling it was. I, I suppose nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was just, I felt like a kid again. And yeah. honestly, it was a magical thing. And I was crying like a child. And oh. <laughs> so young. They're just happy to be there. But I was like, this is almost like a child's dream. And I never had this when I was young. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that was only about two years ago. So in my late 20s. I'm there like, oh my God, I'm looking at my cousins like, oh my God, can, can we cry? Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> don't cry. I still cry. I did yesterday. He's there and you're just going, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's definitely an experience. And my, my partner has never experienced it yet. So I can't wait. His child, child state of mind to right. come back and to be filled with loads of happiness because it is a joy honestly especially now that the new the new films that they they do come out with it's um very impactful it's and it's very diverse yeah oh i love um, that yeah yeah they touch base on a lot of things now and they they started touching base on lgbt community as well mm -hmm. yes and there's a lot of um it's a 50 50 from what I've seen, it's a 50-50 feedback so far because obviously there's a lot of, um, I suppose, the younger generations that are so sensitive <laughs> to stuff like yeah. that. And then the, us, the moms, 
that came from a different like uh, generation, which were like a hard way of growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, definitely. So I suppose we appreciate it more now that um, life is a little bit more colorful, especially with the kids around, because now we can kind of relive the moments that we never really had. Because I mean. For me, anyway, we struggled growing up. We didn't have a lot of money. Um, it was very rare to get any type of Disney toys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Barbies, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It's almost like you only get that really during Christmas. These spoiled brats. <laughs> know the songs start playing you see the fireworks it's oh, just like yeah. i just start bawling I'm you're like, submerged you're submerged, you're submerged you know, like in the magic. it's yeah. like you know like little me to an adult me now and all of a sudden it's just like she would be so proud you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like it's like, gonna be okay my child is like so happy right now and so thankful that this is happening and i mean who who said that we can't be young again it, our age doesn't define when we can be youthful and happy, right? So, right. this is definitely... Oh, baby! Yeah. <laughs> Hi! Hello, I get so happy. <laughs> Hello, baby. Hi! You're so happy! <laughs> so with Disney, oh when you go, so it's a magical place, yes. And but you also have your your status, right? You and your sister, your daughter Laura. Like, how do you go? Are you able to go to Disney and enjoy it, or do you feel like the paparazzi follows you, or like you know people who try to post about you, or you know how how yeah, is so that? When when she won Miss Universe, so the first I would say realistically two years was hard. Um, it wasn't as hard for us, but when we were with her, it was definitely hard. We would get bombarded with, you know, um, not necessarily paparazzi's, but by fans. Mm -hmm. So it was very hard move because it was constantly just stopping to take pictures and wait, and we're trying to have a family, you know, family day. Yeah. And this like zero chill. Oh no. But now it's been more um, laid back and we've, it's so bad to say, but I mean this very well. We found a way to go to certain places where it's just not a common place, I suppose. It's more the you know, hidden spot. So with regards to that, we can go. But Disneyland, um, it was only the first time that we went. Yeah. And it was still fresh in people's minds that she was you know, the new Miss Universe. We got a few moments then, but ever since, I think the second time we went to Disney, um, there weren't so much. So we were able to have a good time. And then now, um, 2022, it's very rare that, you know, people would approach. And I think people are more respectful now. They would actually ask. Yeah, um, that's true. That's good. It's busy. But back a few years ago, no. Like, they would, um, I remember one time, my sister was actually carrying Lara. And um, one fan actually said, is it okay if you can just put the baby down first? Oh, my so gosh. Oh, my gosh. How rude. And we just shook, so she put the baby down because she didn't want to offend, you know. And people are really Ooh. harsh because it can spread like wildfire. One yeah. negative um, experience from one fan could be spread in an article online somewhere. Yeah. Yes, yes. Especially social media. It's like you have to be That's careful. That's understandable. Yeah. That's unfortunate, exactly. though. Yeah, it really is. But um, like I said, it's been a few years. It's a bit more relaxed now. So we, I mean, even when we went to Italy, you know, there were a few people that we had to stop because they wanted some photos and wanted to chat with her for a little bit and we didn't mind because it wasn't as bad as before so we'd let you know it's, yeah. it's okay we, 
minutes um, and sometimes we do approach them as well so it's almost like the reverse now because it's like you don't want to be rude you already know they're looking so you might as well say hi oh that's so right. nice yeah. okay well, at least you you guys are friendly and yeah. yeah approachable some people aren't yes i heard <laughs> <laughs> but i don't understand why i mean I, I suppose it's the frustration maybe why they're rude but if i mean there are some people that are just downright rude yeah from the get-go yeah. that i can't understand i just don't it, it's not their fault they don't know how tired you are they don't know what you've done b- way before they saw you so you know it's all about compromise and trying to understand each other i suppose if they can't understand you try and understand them at least that yeah. way you're yeah of course well going off of that you know with with paparazzi and things like that um what advice do you give your children about safety especially laura um i would say well because she's been in the spotlight before and she knows the the industry in that sense um she's hyper aware of the people around her so it's equal to basically know that you know stranger danger so Mm -hmm. that's number one and um we we hang out with our own clique we're a very small clique family and we only really hang around with people that we really know um Mm -hmm. apart from that you don't really see us so i suppose in that sense because we have our own little bubble and we only let people in that we somewhat trust or surveillancing (laughs) (laughs) especially if it's the kids say for example they've got they've got their friends but you don't know the dynamic of that household you just know that that child is your child's friend yeah 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 so you still have to have that boundary of okay you guys can play but at the end of the day i don't know what that kid goes through behind closed doors i don't know what's being taught Mm -hmm. i don't know what's okay and what's not okay in their household that could influence my child you know so in regards to that it's not just the adults that i'm worried about it's the child children too yeah. so especially yeah. both because it's easy to implement discipline respect and etiquette at home but it's all kind of confusing when you hang around with um a group or a certain types of children that don't have the same approach it's very um, true. because then everything that you're teaching at home gets thrown out the window because of confusion of what's actually right and wrong because of that i don't know if i come across strict but i'm just making sure that she grows up well-mannered respectful table manners and just caring Definitely. you know and yeah. it's hard this age especially now she's highly influenced by eight nine ten year olds yeah. and those age could somehow what i've seen so far they they have a almost like a superior type of <laughs> attitude and i don't know why but um so it can cool. definitely influence a seven-year-old like her yeah so i i watch out i surveillance what's happening and then i control how much she can see i know it sounds obsessive it's not no, 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 not. so like with for example like my stepdaughter is also like at an age where she's meeting friends that their parents aren't as strict you oh, know yeah, and and you know like she wants to be like hey can we just walk down the street go get a donut it's a five minute walk from the school and you know my fiance and we were like no you can't go by yourself it was just you know it's not it's not safe she's like well her mom said it's fine she's gonna meet us there and it's like well that's her mom you know but mm-hmm. we we don't want you to walk and you know she questions it and it's it's hard but you know we just tell her like look you just have to respect our rules like what we're telling you isn't because we're trying to punish you it's not that we're trying to make your life miserable like we want to keep you safe and we want you to be smart as well exactly it doesn't mean that they can't have the donuts it's just you can't walk there yeah we're not saying that you can't have it it's just the way that you're gonna get there exactly so it's all about a compromise yeah exactly. like um yeah it, it's just hard at this point honestly so every day is a challenge i would say and protect protecting them from from other people that we, especially people we can't control because we don't know them mm-hmm. it's 
it's all about i suppose i teach my kids how to react to it rather than copy because say for example i seem like a very sweet girl i hope <laughs> i swear i'm not like she crossed her fingers <laughs> you know at home behind closed doors it's just so casually said and my children know not to repeat it i mean um i know this is this was a very bad, bad example that i did but i was talking to a mom friend a few years ago i think laura was only about 4 or 5 and i was swearing a lot while i was talking to this person and they told me um you should stop swearing because your child is going to grow up swearing and it's not really nice to see and to hear that you're swearing in front of them and because of my frustration and i suppose cuz they don't understand because it's not they're not adulting or they're not parenting sorry the mm. way that i parent mm-hmm. yeah. so i just had to demonstrate so i called laura over she's still a bubble by by then <laughs> and i told her laura can you say and then i said the b word can you say b and she went no and i went go on say it say the b word <gasps> and she went, no mommy i don't want to say that <laughs> oh and i went why because it's a bad word and I went thanks Laura see yeah Yeah. (laughs) honestly I'm on the same page as her same yeah because how how I see it is you you might want to control everything that's going on at home right you can say that you can't say this you can't say that you can't do that but as soon as they step out mm-hmm, that door mm-hmm. you can't control the environment anymore you're in public exactly. there's other people around there's other people that will will say things will do things that you can't control how are you now going to approach mm-hmm. that situation right if yeah. you haven't already done that at home so i teach my kids how to react to it and how to respond rather than question it and copy and you know what i mean like yeah. get confused yeah. with what to do with that information yeah. i mean i had her um i mean she was playing with her girlfriends the, uh, a few weeks ago before holiday and i don't know um and then she said oh mom i know what penis means now <laughs> oh, yeah. oh really what did you say and then she went i know what penis means and i went say that again and she went oh and i went exactly and i went you know what it is and she went Yeah and I went what is it and then she pointed the down there and she went it's a boy's wee wee mm-hmm. and I went okay well now you know right and she went yeah and I went I don't want you saying that word but now you know right you went yeah. and I went okay you don't say that in this house it's because we have a little brother well she's got a little brother mm-hmm. it's disrespectful to make fun of stuff like that because that's his bits yeah imagine what would how would you feel if we're making fun of your bits and she went I won't like it and i went okay so stop you know what it is you know because her friends were basically saying it and that's how she found out but they were making a joke out of it yeah so tell her you know they can have fun they can laugh but don't be a sheep yeah. you know if you feel, you feel uncomfortable don't copy just yeah. to be in the crowd there's yeah. so many other that you're going to meet in life exactly exactly and they don't understand that no no cuz they're young And I'm like, you don't know how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in due time, they will know. They will know. They will find out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we all have similar parenting We do. Skills. We do. Yeah. I curse all the time, but they know not to do it. Yeah. They know yeah. for a fact that, oh, mommy's saying a bad word. I'm just going to turn my, you know, my head somewhere else, cover my ears. Yeah. But they won't go out there and start calling people bad names. So. No, but like my stepdaughter will tell me when other people say like, oh, they said the B word or they said that. And I was like, well, did you say? She's like, no. I'm like, good. You know, she knows. And she knows like she'll be listening. to like rap music too with the words but she will never say it you know yeah, yeah. like like me and my my partner listens to rap all the time so when it gets too much it's like every other word oh then i'm like, I'm, the, <laughs> i'm the same way i change it i'm like oh wait it's like every other word let's let's change it now <laughs> you yeah. know but if it's not too much then it's okay <laughs> Yeah, oh, my daughter's just saying something at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like, yeah, you have to like or turn it down, you know, depending. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my husband in the car. He like DJs with the oh with the volume. He's like, all right, turn the it down. The songs are part. so bad now. Like, remember when? Remember when WAP came out? I could not <laughs> listen to that song. I was like, this is too much. Like, how is this on the radio? We didn't play that. Yeah, we didn't play that. Oh, but it was so, it was so vulgar. Yeah. So so vulgar. So I could fun. not. No. The, the beat was nice. Yeah, the beat was nice, but it's just, it was yeah. too much. That was too much for me. Well, what I found worse is when I saw my nieces doing the WAP dance. Oh my God. And then they're like, come do it with me, Auntie Charette. Oh, and I do it. And I said, don't put it on TikTok. Yeah. And you did it. And then I did it. And they put it on TikTok. Oh and I'm like, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I look so bad now. <laughs> Oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. These kids. Oh man. We just, we have to hope for the best with everything we do to try to protect them. Yeah. Okay. Especially when you have one kid that different. Yes. You have to cater to another individual yes. that has different needs. Because Absolutely. when they're babies, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. But once the personality kicks in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, don't we know it? Don't we? Yes, know? We, we all do. have multiples, so we <laughs> we can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's all you're gonna say. Yeah. I, that's yeah. A that's whole different. Like know, the like, sigh was enough, you know, like <laughs> the, the, the universal sigh. Like, oh yeah. Oh, we can get into that. Like, okay. So overall, how do you maintain a positive outlook on life, and how do you keep growing your self confidence? Um, so I'm not actually ashamed to say, but I do have therapy, which okay. actually helps me, um, especially because I have high anxiety and I did suffer from depression for a while. Okay. So I've got therapy sessions. I do it once a month now for maintenance. And that has definitely helped me constantly heal and constantly know that my priorities are myself and my happiness and my health and well-being because what I've done for the longest time and even my partner was doing for the longest time is we were prioritizing the children more Mm -hmm. than us. And as much as that's how a lot of people think, um, it actually has to be the other way. You have to prioritize yourself first because once you're okay, you are the best version of yourself, which you can now give to your children, which you can spread to others, right? And if you're already drained and your battery is already depleted, um, life is hard. That's how I've seen it. If I constantly overwork myself and give too much and take back too little, I don't feel happy. That's when I don't feel happy. So it's all about finding a balance of, you know, don't take life too seriously. Don't overthink, um, you know, the what ifs and the... The feeling of dismay for missing out certain things in life because we are growing every day, we are getting older every day. But that's in a way kind of nice. You, you have to find the happiness in everything. A lot of people would think that's a negative thing because we are getting old. Right. But no, we're also getting wiser. That's true. Yes. And we're maturing up and we're appreciating things more. So it's all about the mindset. Again, we have to just change the way we think about things. And that's how I've started coping. And without my therapy, without initial medication to help, you know, jumpstart that process, I wouldn't be where I am now. And honestly, without my walking happy pills <laughs> without them honestly um you know it would have i would have still struggled right and um i, I, I think i also i mean i'm in denial but i think i did suffer from postpartum depression which yeah. is a common it's very that common. a lot don't always talk about um and it manifests to many other things hence the depression and the anxiety but after a while you have to really accept what's going on with you yeah. to how negative 
And once you've acknowledged that, you, you do get better and time does heal all things. So it's all about the process. Everyone's different. Everyone's timeline is different. Exactly. You know, so um, just finding the happiness within the 24 hours. I, um, I don't know who said it to me, but um, always think if something goes wrong during the day, that that situation only happened let's say 30 minutes right, right from your whole day there's still, there's still so many hours in that day to change that situation to change your mood mm -hmm. so no point wallowing in in sadness or in whatever is consuming you negatively right. there's no point because you're wasting so much precious, valuable time that you could spend laughing and being happy and smiling and having fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially when there's kids around, it's so easy to have fun. It's just pushing They're yourself. Very joyful, and yeah. Instead of saying, no, why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? Right? You What's get some of that innocence from them. Mm -hmm. You're going to love it. And if you didn't, What's the loss? You weren't doing anything anyway. Right. So just be happy. Try and be happy, you know? Yeah. No, I think it's really good that you're not ashamed, you know, to say you go to therapy. I think yes. it's really not something people should be ashamed about. And unfortunately, a lot of people still view it in that light. But the more that people, you know, like you, uh, put it out there that it's nothing to be ashamed about, I think hopefully it will make that effect for other people to not see it that way. For sure. I mean, that therapy, I would say, is support. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to be scared of trying. Um, I had to try different therapists until I found the right one. For so, you, yeah. You know, some people will have it easy and will probably gel the first time around, first few times. Some people will find it difficult. But it's all a learning process, finding what works for you. Right, because not, therapy is not for everybody, but it right. doesn't mean that there's nothing there to help you. Yeah, there's exactly. other um, outlets. Yeah, uh, we have like um, school counselors. Yeah, we have that as well over here. Yeah. So sometimes the kids, especially the ones that are having a bit of difficulty at yeah. home, I mean, Laura went into um, had a school counselor for a while when we. Okay. I didn't feel very well mentally and we told the school just to make sure that she's okay and she's not, um, you know, uh, absorbing all of the things that are happening at home. So it's always good to just, because all you're doing is looking at great kids, exactly. right? Because as much as you can see what they're doing and hear what they're saying, you can't see what they're thinking, hear what they're thinking. They're feeling, yeah. So it's always nice for them to be able to talk about their feelings every now and then because even us as parents, uh, when do we make it regular for us to go, are you okay? How are you feeling today? Right. It's just not a common question to ask, right? Mm -hmm. um, not that I've said that thing, because it is nice to find out how they're feeling and maybe they're you have to filter it out though because you are talking to a child so that's true yeah. what they need and what they want yeah, yeah yeah no that's that's true so also what advice um would you give moms and dads or just anybody of maybe different body types who feel insecure and they compare themselves maybe to younger people out there so i'm one of them i did, <laughs> I, I did that or i do that every now and then um very subconsciously but you can't right. help it right i would say just um, it's very hard but try and understand that everyone's different um if if you look at it face value of course you're gonna get jealous of course it's easy to but then think about it in a way deep down that's a young person you were that age and you were probably then too, yeah. you're now, you're mature, you're mm -hmm. a dad, you're a mom, you've gone through the stress, beautiful stress, <laughs> right? but we've gone through life already and it's hard, it's, it's hard to, to accept but learn to love yourself yeah. because it's, 
your your body is almost um, has a history. Every wrinkle, every extra hair, every um, cellulite, every yeah. every part of our skin is a history. Is evidence of what we've been what through. What we've so lived. Far. Yeah. So true. Yes, exactly. So think. Don't think of it as you look a certain way that you don't like because someone else looks better. It's they don't. They just haven't lived the life that you, you have. have, and you are strong. And you—that's where the motivation quotes come in. <laughs> but you know, it's it's hard. But learn to look at yourself in the mirror and appreciate what you're looking at. Because yeah. honestly, you wouldn't be the person that people love and people adore and people want to see on a daily basis if you didn't go through the things that you went through so that's true you wouldn't be yourself yeah exactly and it's them that's not you mm -hmm. and everyone's different yep. you know so depending on how that person is feeling there's so many different ways that you can approach it because um you know everyone has different coping mechanisms but as a general um learn to love yourself and learn to love your imperfections because no one's perfect they're just showing you the good side that's but so no true one's I, I love that advice you gave us so that's beautiful like like what you're saying like it's because they haven't gone through what you've gone through yet yeah. and it's true like every single you know whether it's stretch marks whether it's you know scars. like scars from birth you know it's it tells a beautiful story or, yeah, yeah everybody's dealt with different cards in life yeah and so I guess you, you embrace them because they make you unique yeah exactly <laughs> no we yes we agree I feel like our views overall align with a lot of what you're saying so yeah. I love that we like she said though we all have a different experience so the beauty and the energy that we each read you know bring yeah exactly we bring is different and unique mm -hmm. so comparing ourselves or competition to me is non-existent yeah. you're in different lanes everybody's yeah. in their own path yeah. realistically you're technically just in competition with yourself yeah, every single exactly. time yeah. it's you versus your mind yeah. it's your positive versus your negative because yeah. no one has said look be jealous look you know right make doubt yourself because of this it's your own self that's saying that yeah it is <laughs> We are yeah. we are our worst critic, right? We are, yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. Thank you so much for hopping on here with us. We know it's very late for you. It's hard to find a mutual time because of the time difference. It's fine. I I'm honestly like I never complain <laughs> because I'm so like I. I You're energetic. So we really want to thank you and appreciate. We really appreciate you being our guest. Yes. Um, and we've learned a lot about you. A lot more yeah. than your actual social media. We've learned more. <laughs> $30. And we've been inspired, so thank you for inspiring us. I'm sure our listeners are going to love everything that they've heard. Thank you for listening in and stay tuned for the next episode. Our next episode will be featuring another special guest and celebrating spooky season. Do not forget to like, subscribe to our Spotify and YouTube channels. Kindly follow our Instagrams at Mommy's Pot of Magic and Sarah at Sarah Wurtzbach. Thank you and talk to you soon.